0: Inside the boardroom of Electronic Active Softworks. Right, right. We've been uh, we've been getting a, a lot of flack in the media this uh, this week. I think it's important we have a meeting. Um, people seem to not be super keen on the fact we're doing hundred hour work weeks. Um, they they say that we should probably have been able to get this game done before uh, before launch without having to make people work twenty hours a day. But um, I don't know. You you got any suggestions of uh, bits of media in this game that we could cut to avoid crunch? I mean, we could always just cut out the ending and sell it back to them a few months later. Yep, yep. I'm I'm on board with this. We we ship it. You know, we don't do crunch, but we ship it unfinished. Um, yeah. Maybe we uh we ship it without any of the uh any of the diverse content, any of that stuff. That that's that's entirely. Well, you know, we all know that that's far too difficult to model. Very expensive. Very, yeah, very exactly. Expensive. What about you? Caught the uh the, the shrinking and the weather horse balls tack... Get that fucking intern out of here. How many times do we got to tell you people, you know, the balls are important. We the have to have the balls in the game. The balls are the entire reason we made this game. If we can't make this, if we can't make the horse balls without 100-hour work weeks, we might as well not even make the game. Why do we, what, who... Why why even make a game if you can't watch some big old swinging horse balls getting slightly or, smaller? Or yeah, exactly. Small horse balls if it's cold. Yeah, exactly. I want to see I want to see some big old pendulous nads. Indeed. Now, saving money, maybe we just don't ship the game other than the horse balls. Yeah. How about this? We'll just do Horseball Simulator. And, uh, and we'll just, uh, we'll maybe chuck out the rest of the game as a season pass over the course of three or four years. There'll be ultimate editions and superior editions, and, uh, and maybe we could stop hiring interns. You're a goddamn genius. I know. Do you need a store that simultaneously serves small children who are curious about flashing lights? And highly wasted adults who just need something to focus their brain on. Yeah, man. Well, welcome to Toddler or Trashed, a place full of all the best stuff for both young children and adults who are wasted on a night out partying. Do you need flashing lights that spin? Absolutely. (laughs) Do you need sweets with simple riddles on the back of the packet? My kids will love that. Do you need a colouring book that just, like, it's really gonna help you get through that five minutes where your brain's a bit, Ooh, uh, <laughs> I feel like my eyeballs are vibrating! Well then, you need Toddler or Trashed! All the best things for people whose brains are, you know, just on about that level right now. Hey Laura, we've got another sponsor! So who are we sponsored by this week? This week we are privileged to be sponsored by that those tech giants at Losable Headphones. <gasps> oh goodness, tell me more about Losable Headphones. Losable Headphones are super small wireless earbuds specially designed to camouflage with their surroundings, and that means that you can lose them at home, at <gasps> the gym, you could in the office, or just out and about. I can lose them anywhere. Absolutely, and You know the best thing about them. What? They are Bluetooth, so you can be sure that if by some miracle you don't lose them, the battery will give up after a few hundred charges and they will become totally fucking useless. Oh my goodness, where can I get some losable headphones? Just head over to losableaudio.com and uh, type in the coupon code quops 39 is that the episode number? It is the episode number? Ah, look yeah. at that! So, quips thirty-nine, and that'll get that'll get you uh, a discount on some excellent quality lisible headphones. Oh, I've lost mine already, and I haven't even ordered them. What? Well, they they sent us those promotional ones. And... Oh well, see, I'd know that if I hadn't lost them. Well, I don't. I think they got lost in the mail. Ha! that's lisible headphones uh, for all your Lizardal audio needs. <laughs> Tonight on News Time, we have film director Ron S. Filanetti to answer questions from porcelain doll Arabella, who claims that he's made everyone afraid of her.
1: Yes, yeah, see, before your film came out, people just saw I was a normal doll and no one was terrified of me. And now everyone's just convinced I'm gonna, you know, devour their brains and eat their eyeballs and murderously stab them. You've totally misrepresented me.
0: I do not feel that this is the case, you know. I I wanted to make beautiful art, and uh, I I feel that uh, I've I've represented uh, all porcelain dolls as a whole uh, very well, you know. I I think that it, it's it's true to say that the the things that I carried out in my film that uh, those are things that have happened no,
1: you are totally misrepresenting the entire porcelain doll communities all being full of murderous 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 family murdering evil dolls I have met so many porcelain dolls who have never murdered a family in their life
0: okay but how many of them have been serially killing cats around the M25 uh,
1: I've met many who haven't done that
0: Okay, but how many have you met that have started suicide cults and actually managed to kill upwards of 100 people?
1: Okay, we don't have to talk about stuff I've done. I'm talking about the community at large, just because I've done a few... A few things that might be evil does not mean it's fair to present porcelain dolls as evil on the whole.
0: There you have it, horrible bigot Ron S. <laughs> Felonetti. Thank you for talking to us, Arabella. Your your story is... <laughs> that
1: murder that I've
0: just committed
1: should not be attributed to all porcelain dolls. There's a
0: lot of them that look lovely. Hashtag not all porcelain dolls. <laughs>
1: So how are we going to go about this?
0: Okay, well, there's so much money to be made from this LGBT market again, obviously. Yeah, so, yeah. like, look, we, we we did it this year. We stick LGBT flags up in the window during Pride season, you know, get yeah. the gays in there because, you know, they've got money to spend. It's worth promoting to get LGBT people, right, right? Yeah. Um, But, like, here's my problem. I don't know how we promote to them outside of Pride season. Like, how do we get them to spend money on things when it isn't Pride? Well, you know, uh, outside of that, I guess we could, we, we, how about we, we, we make some genuine, uh, some gay or queer programming, some, some trans programming, you know, we, we make like some show people in a positive light. We'll, we'll not kill off the, the, the gay couples, you know, we'll make sure that they get to have happy endings and stuff we'll put them in all our soap so that people in in the street can see that it's perfectly normal being gay or trans or or or, or any 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 of the uh, the uh, the quilt bag as i believe some people use to uh, express the whole lgbtqia plus I don't know what you're on about. LGBT people don't buy anything. They don't buy anything. Only straight people buy things. If we if we put anything other than straight people in a thing, it'll never sell. I'm well aware that I just said LGBT people will buy things if it's catered to them, but don't be ridiculous. Queer representation will never sell. The media. They can't see their own hypocrisy. It's a violent hypocrisy. Upcycled glassware, filled with flammable liquids, stuffed with repurposed fabric wicks. Large wooden apparatus, that deliver heavy downward blades at the flick of a switch. Plain black hoodies, with matching scarves and boots. From each according to their ability, to each according to their needs. This isn't just revolutionary equipment, this is the people's revolutionary equipment, from Marxist Spencer.